He's taking two hands like he's holding a baseball bat <laughs> and just as hard as he can. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 195 is entitled Support. This week at the table, we will be discussing the emotional need of support. This is not encouraging someone. It is actually helping someone. How can you recognize this need? What happens when we don't meet this need? How can you help someone who has this need? We'll be talking about this tonight, so pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, it would be great if you would take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or 20 minutes of the show, and then we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. And with us tonight is Duke sitting in for Eric, who is on tech. Hello. And Amy, who is sitting in for Chris, who is Hi. not here. Correct. Amy Raymond, hello. I should say. Hello, hello. Yeah. You got to distinguish between what? You got to distinguish between closer, the, Amy, the Amy's. Yes. Can't throw a midget without hitting an Amy around these parts. Oh. Who would want to? Um, but it's nice to have you guys again sitting at the table with us. And it's like, I, I love the fact that we're not like, you're not guests. You know nope. what I mean? Oh, thanks. You're just here. I did just table. I did just walk in. I knocked and then kept going. Like that was a that was a big step. I didn't wait for someone to let me right. in. I just that was good. This feeling. is four for you? Five. Yeah. Four. 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 Mm-hmm. We don't have jackets. Do I get a pu- no punch card? We don't have What about jackets. a punch card? Can I get a punch card? Yeah. A punch card. Can I get a punch card for What do you cookie? get when you punch ten? I don't oh let's find out. I know six more. I can do it. I can do it. I have stamina. I can do it. And Duke, this is three yeah. four. Three. Are we tied? Three or four? It's I don't know. I think it's three. Sure. I think it's three. Three and a half. <laughs> three point five. Mm-hmm. So what's up with Duke? Uh not much. Um so uh Lydia's been kinda up and down lately uh with the pregnancy. Um we're expecting our second. And uh yeah, she's been dealing with a lot of na- nausea lately. Um she went through a really rough period and then she started to get a little better. And then got like way worse and had yeah. to go on medication again. And um, she was able to come on the uh, the last podcast. Uh, she was feeling good that day. But uh, yeah, she's got her good days and her bad days. So um, and then lately, uh, our our sewer backed up in the oh, basement. So no. that's yeah. on top of all that. Have to deal with that. So that yeah. doesn't that doesn't uh, calm nausea. No, no. <laughs> she I, luckily she doesn't spend a whole lot of time like in the bit like she like the majority of her time is upstairs and um so who who discovered that who went downstairs? That was me. And, oh, good yeah. for you. I was, oh, did, did you call? Did you call somebody? 
I usually do. I'm, I'm going to try to fix this one myself. I, I bought it like a special tool for it. Um, it's kind of on the cheaper side, so it may not work. And I've got another like backup that's a little bit more did you expensive. Get, did you get a snake? Like an yeah, yeah, snake? yeah. It's, a, it's yeah, it's a snake. It's um, it's a little handheld thing that you like hook up a drill to. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if it'll work. If uh-huh. it doesn't work, I've got something else. Um, like I I I bought two different things. Um, the handheld little cheap thing is coming mm-hmm. sooner and then the more expensive thing is coming later. Um, and who, whatever works, you know, like if, if the cheap one works, then I'll just return the other more expensive thing. And then, but if not, then here's hoping. Do you have a lot of, yeah. tre- do you have a lot of trees around your house? I do. Yeah. 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 I, I hope it works. Um, you should probably be prepared to, uh, uh, around like, like immediately around my house or like within the vicinity. I mean, the roots go so deep. No, and really your backyard isn't tree filled you should be all right there it'd be i mean it, it's a i would say like his behind my line, backyard is nothing but trees but right I, but i mean I he's okay. 75 feet to where that would happen mm. okay okay but we know a company for you to not call if that comes to that i don't know if we've talked about is that, that right no yeah i don't want to say it out loud but it rhymes with belize mm. oh i have heard nightmares. i do have a i do have a person really, that will I come really out for you I, you know i i've i've had people come out before because this is a reoccurring thing and, and there, and we know that there's an issue with the pipe, like where it, it it goes to the the street, where there's a little bit of a dip in the in the concrete in our basement, like mm. where where the so pipe runs, just sits in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to fix it long term, you're gonna have to like dig up that concrete mm-hmm. and, and really? fix the piping, yeah, so, right, yeah. So, how often recurring? Like every couple years? Uh, every like four to six months, something oh. like that. Yeah, it's it kind of it sucks, and and it's. It's really expensive to mm-hmm. have somebody come out. So I'm like, well, for the same cost, I could probably just buy my own tool and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, hopefully I can get away with the $30 tool. Probably not. And we'll probably have to go with the $250 hey, tool. Murphy would tell you no. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> Murphy and his law. Mm, not a fan. Not well, a fan. We'll find out. So it's exciting, but it's also scary. Yep. Yep. For sure. But yeah, what if it actually works? That'd be, That'd be amazing. It'll be such a victory moment. It would. It would because like it's not like we're getting rid of it anytime soon. You know the recurring thing; it'll just happen, and right? We'll, and but if I'm able to fix it for thir- for an upfront cost of thirty dollars versus mm-hmm. like a recurring cost of two to three hundred dollars, then hey, I'll take that. If you ever need well, a small homeowners though, could you, could that be a homeowner? A homeowner's insurance covers nothing. big. Yeah, cut. They don't oh, do right. anything. I no. try. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, if you need a uh, if you need a cheaper snake, uh, I broke one of Eric's. So Roger that. All right. Yeah. I, uh, so what I'm hearing is do not let Jay borrow this when he says, Hey, when you're done with that Duke, never let me no, borrow a tool. You. That's on you. That is. <laughs> but what you uh, could borrow from me is some mushroom cream sauce. Mm. I've never been, I'm not very good experienced at making sauces per se. And I was like, you know what? I want to make a mushroom cream sauce. So I made one the other day, looked it up and here's how good it was. I thought it was good. Really? Wow. Oh, what, no idea. on what did you serve said sauce uh, on a really crappy tomahawk ribeye from <laughs> sam's club and Aww. that was why i wanted to make the the cream sauce because i it knew it's yeah i mean it's it's a really expensive cut of meat because it's the big tomahawk and it's like oh and i'd actually cut the bone off which was no small feat so that i could did you break the knife it. you used it? i used a saw <laughs> did you I break did. the saw no okay oh good point it was mine Oh, well, then it was Yeah, okay. I only break so every other safe. one of my he, tools. I yeah. always break borrowed tools. He used Got the it. remnants of Eric's broken snake. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. But, um, and I even, I, you know, I got a general recipe just for proportions, but like, it's like, use white wine. I'm like, well, I have an open bottle of Chianti, so I'm going to use Chianti. Mm. And uh, it was delicious. And so much so, I just made it again. Wow. wow. I was pretty excited about that. That's great. Nice. For you, man. Yeah. Mm, mushrooms. I just recently started liking mushrooms, actually. You said liking. 
I heard licking. <laughs> huh? I just started licking mushrooms. <laughs> the ones out in the Tonight's yard. Pod- <laughs> ones that- in the grocery store. <laughs> people look grocery- at me a little funny there. <laughs> Sometimes I put those ones back for other people to lick. Sometimes they end up in my There's cart. a big picture of me on front of all of these. Have you seen this man? Don't let him in. Yeah, they lick- Have you seen his tongue? He's, he's licking mushrooms. <laughs> they Sounds like a band. Say, I'm going to see the licking mushrooms tonight. Mushrooms. Where are you going? That's That's licking mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. They used to say, don't squeeze the Charmin. They did. <laughs> they really – though, let's – we could go down that rabbit hole for a little bit. Because that Sam's, seems like a real big problem. Squeezing the Charmin. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. See, once again, the 70s or whenever that came out, like, if you watch any TV shows outside of maybe, what, MASH? Mm-hmm. I mean, All in the Family was trendsetting in many ways. But, like, like, The Love Boat was the number one show in America. I mm-hmm. dare you to watch a full episode. It can't be done. It's schmaltz to the nth degree. And well, I mean, Doc and Gopher are hitting on the people as they come, the women as they come onto the boat. Like they're mm-hmm. in uniform and, the, you know, or the, the guy breaks up or gets in an argument with his wife and he's a 60 year old businessman. And so he goes and sits on the other side of the ship and a 25 year old gorgeous woman starts flirting with him. And then she's, you know, throwing herself all over him. And the big funny part is he's like, oh, I wasn't doing anything. Like that doesn't happen, you know. Wait, I'm just love, nodding my head the love like boat I'm is not, not a 26-year-old really? Zoomer. <laughs> Did you even ever heard of Love Boat? I, I've heard the name. I've never. I don't know. I have I no idea. What, you to watch if I watch If I watched like an episode of it, I wouldn't be able to tell you like what it was. Like oh, if I saw it like yeah, on TV. Oh. Yes. You wouldn't say, oh, that's Love Boat. Oh. I, just, I, I don't understand I any can, of these I can references. Sing the theme song. That was, I can remember <laughs> watching that. Love Boat. Welcome. I remember watching that at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. It was Golden Girls and the Love Boat. And, and then? Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Dibling, dibling. Welcome oh, that's to Fantasy Island. Sorry, Duke. <laughs> but my point is, who so sat awesome. in a boardroom and said, all right, we need a commercial for our uh, toilet paper. All right, what about a store clerk who says, don't squeeze the Charmin because they can't stop and help but squeeze it. Is that any better than Great like, idea. the bears that go to the bathroom and never have pants on and continuously that's talk also about it? Charmin, it I is. Believe. Yes. That's yes. what I'm saying. Is that any better? So like, Charmin those, enjoy like the go. Like, I don't what like is those that? bears. They're, well, they're weird. And they, they are. Talk, it is they, weird. They talk about their butts. Yeah. And you don't have pants. But yes. Uh, Podcast I, I don't know. Takes a turn. Thing, the world's changed quite a bit. No. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. That's my Mushroom cream sauce. Now I'm hungry. Um, I didn't bring you any. I didn't. I didn't bring anything either. I'm very sorry. It's, Strike two on the podcast. One more and I'm out. That's what you don't. Maybe I don't make it to ten if I don't start bringing treats. No, we just take away a visit. Oh, so now I'm back down to three. Now we're tied. <laughs> Yay, Duke, we have something in common. All right. Yeah, I didn't have uh, mushroom and steak tonight, but Mark did make egg roll in a bowl, which was quite delicious. Egg roll what? In a bowl. It rhymes. It does. I know. It's. Deconstructed egg roll. So egg it's roll in a bowl, Brian. You idiot. Yeah, it's an egg roll <laughs> in a bowl. <laughs> it Wouldn't is that be so great if that's all it was. <laughs> or, 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 or she's like, it's actually meatloaf. Right. right exactly. It's a mushroom. <laughs> we call it steak, egg roll. In a bowl. Mushroom cream sauce covered steak. No, it's it's jasmine rice, and then oh. it's a mixture of ground pork and angel hair coleslaw and a little bit of soy mm. and maybe angel hair coleslaw. Super, super fine shredded cabbage, but like, do you have to make fine. it or do you no, buy it? Buy it in a bag at all. Be right <laughs> next to the idiot. mushrooms that have been licked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's delicious. And I, I opened the door to from the garage into the basement and I smelled it and I was like, this is amazing. And, uh-huh. and then I walked upstairs. And so, saw is there, it so there's no wrapper of any type? Correct. Nothing, just, just the rice and the meat and the mm. coleslaw. And there's probably some marks listening and repeating. Oh, green onions, ginger. It's really. 
quite delicious. It's funny because I now make for Bella who really likes Chinese food, but she also just likes pasta. And one night, and I doesn't matter. Long story short, I now make her Asian pasta, which is so funny because it's with regular spaghetti noodles. Is it like a chow mein kind of like? It what? ends up being yeah, as yeah. such, but I add a bunch of like uh, garlic chili paste and yeah, soy sauce yeah. and ginger and everything else yeah. and scallions and whatnot. It sounds delicious. Well, that sounds like a delicious dinner for you too. It was, well, it was just, he's eating now probably because ah. he we were ships in the night. He I was coming, he was going, and mm-hmm. then. Same thing coming here. I was pulling. And that's out why of the he was at Aldi earlier. It, that it, he was in between huh. shuttling Alyssa to dance class and he ran over to Aldi. I don't know what he was getting, but hopefully not mushrooms. <laughs> dead <laughs> no, horse, dude, not dead horse beaten. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> Put that one down. <laughs> well, that's funny because that's like the old premise of like the third guy in or the third uh, joke never works. So, like, if somebody says oh, something, the same then joke. somebody else the says time. something. Fu- well, that's it, it's three <laughs> ways. If you say something funny, he says something funny. And Brian's like, yeah, that happened <laughs> to me, too. And everybody's like, uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, the, you can call back to something once, but you call back a second a second time, which is a net third time. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Rules of comedy. If you have to explain the joke, Jay, then it dies. <laughs> really? Exactly. If there's that much analytical brain power behind a joke, I'm out. <laughs> Mouth. There used to be this, base humor here. There used to be base. a Samuel Adams commercial. The commercial it always cracked me up every time I saw it, and it was like you know two, um, you know junior guys, and then the uh, the the bosses, you know, and everybody like, oh, I love this beer. This is great. And and the 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 next two were like, yeah, this is good. And the third, it works for the third guy. But then the fourth guy is just like, me four, you know, because the first guy's like, me too, you know, and the second guy's like, me too, and it works. And then the fourth guy's like, me four. And it, it got quiet. I don't know. Yeah, it got quiet. I just, I don't know. But Sam Adams still better than Charmin. Uh, yeah. Don't squeeze, don't the, squeeze the Samuel Adams. No. no. Better ask Sam that. Shovel it down your throat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Aggressive. Uh, um. So... I need bifocals. I realized this earlier this week when I went and had an eye test, and um, I'm at the point where I need bifocals. So, and how does that impact you? It does emotionally, not really, especially because like the it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's just I, I wish I didn't have eyes that needed bifocals. It's not like oh I'm getting old. Oh this is what happens. I just wish my eyes were better. So it doesn't really impact me emotionally. Um, I do like the fact that we now have progressive lenses. That you can't see the line. Can't even see the line, can you, Rose? Those um, are your brand new uh, glasses, are they? These are not. No, uh, yeah. I, I went out today and picked out some glasses. So they're going to be on order. Um, my contacts should be in, but they're not going to be bifocal contacts. So I'm still going to have to probably wear like readers. Um, but my eyes changed a lot over the past year, which is kind of disconcerting. Um, I don't like that fact. Um, but Can yeah. We, I want to join you in that. But I also want you to define that. Define what? Disconcerting. Disconcerting? Well, disconcerting. The opposite of concerting. Concerting. It's a little troublesome. It's no, little... I understand that, but I'm saying, why is it disconcerting? Is concerting then a good thing? I don't know if concerting I is... That's what I'm saying. Like It's like uh, being combobulated versus being discombobulated. Oh, it's very often... Discombobulated. Um, I feel combobulated. Do you feel... Yeah. Do you ever feel whelmed? Do we talk yeah. about... Yes. Underwhelmed? Overwhelmed? Right, right. I'm whelmed. How are you We'll today? take antonym uh, well, after... <laughs> is concerning in Rome. Is concerning <laughs> what you do when a concert is in motion. Concert. Concerting. Concerting. Well, concerted uh, effort. If you ever you've said like I've made a concerted effort to be on time. Ah. So is 
disconcert. Like, so you, I need, I need a you getting older uh-huh. makes you not want to go to concerts. It does not. It's disconcerting. <laughs> no. Discon- <laughs> no. Oh man, Big I'm leap. just starting to think about Rowads from. Oh. Um, anyways, gruntled, gruntled, oh, gruntled. disgruntled, mm-hmm. not grun, not uh, grundled. That's not a grundle. <laughs> Disgruntled. What happened to this podcast? I don't know. It's tonight? it's devolved. Let's in, take it. It's in going off the rails. Anyway, what is nothing to do with? Uh, seriously, Duke, I don't know. <laughs> I've it's been not staying like, out of it. <laughs> you so, have been oddly quiet. I don't even. I know need you bifocals, I but um, I, I did axe throwing over the week. It would have been great to have like proper vision. <laughs> yeah, the person who hit the head thinks yeah. the same thing. Look, no, the, the last time I went axe throwing with my brother-in-law, we, uh-huh. it was nine a.m. and we got like like pretty well buzzed oh, okay. like so it's okay like it's 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 acceptable for you to have blurry vision while, while you're throwing axes <laughs> yeah. they seems like actually. those two do, things yeah. should not go together you me? would think so yeah. i know but think. They, it's like they, they chocolate and peanut butter let me tell you hmm. <laughs> fantastic that's a delightful um, surprise there's nobody down range while you're throwing or at least there oh, shouldn't yeah. be <laughs> it's a self-correcting ding, problem ding, ding. right <laughs> which <laughs> you know, somebody only makes that mistake once <laughs> yeah duke being a safety conscious you have to mm-hmm. you have to take that it's got to be true you got to live sometime jay Oh, is that? That's when you just <laughs> you just let it go. I wow. live when I live and drink beer or whatever when I throw axes. That's that it, makes man. a big problem. Can we get that on a bumper sticker? I live and drink beer when I throw axes. Yeah, that's good. And and the guy that was running it um, talked to me for about twenty minutes. Talked at me for about twenty minutes about disc golf. So, um, how much of the twenty five minutes were you engaged for the first? probably five because he also had really bad halitosis <laughs> like he needed to drink water or something like dude like was i he appreci- clo- was he a close talker also he was a close he oh. he came I'm, I'm throwing axes and he comes up to me and like just walks over to me and like grabs my shoulder grabs my arm and i'm like like were you trying to see my tattoo and he was like oh i saw your shirt but like it was this very much like a beeline and you don't know like, this man I no like he was nice enough to give us another set of bays so that like because we had uh, twelve of us and we only had two bays so it's like all right you know two people were throwing axes the rest so I went over and asked him I said what would it cost he was like oh it's free so I mean there's what, the trade off shirt were you wearing um it said <laughs> best dad by par and it had a picture Aww, of the disc golf basket on oh so I mean some cute. of the guys here had that um but uh yeah so that I mean it was cool and um he. It was very nice and accommodating, and um, yeah, that's it. Was it was a really really which, fun time? At little, which one did you go little to? Little Abby's throwing the axe. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we went to the one in New Ken, La yeah. Las Hachas, or something like that. Um, my my uncle John <laughs> was trying to throw this. The, he's this he's this old farmer and he's he's trying to throw the axe into the future like through the boards <laughs> into the future to the next dimension. Yeah, and like it's like you either do overhead. Or you do like one handed from your side. <laughs> he's taking two hands like he's holding a baseball bat <laughs> and just as hard as he can throwing it at the point. And it's so wonderfully loud when it, it doesn't stick. It well, just bounces off. And he never changed. Like he's one of those people that's never changed in his life about a lot of things. And he's just doing it over and over and over. Never, never made any adjustments. And it, it was, it was fascinating to me. It, um, yeah, it's yeah. hard at first. It's so hard to like get the form down if you've never done it. it yeah, it took me about five throws, and then I was like, all "Okay, right, all I right. got this." All drinking right. helps. That. Drinking <laughs> oh, helps. Right. That. I wasn't drinking. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> There's your problem. Right? We figured it out. If you would have been drinking, it would have been three tries. Yeah, I, I didn't need much support with that though. Well, that's the thing. Some people can just do it independently, but some people need 
uh, somebody to come alongside them mm-hmm. and help them. And that is the emotional need of support. We have been taking a deep dive into each of the top 10 emotional needs. You can find out what your highest emotional needs are by taking our relational needs questionnaire at uh, lunchtimeinrome.com. Except if you're at Jay's house. Which and that will not allow you site. to connect in any way, shape, or form to said website. If you clear your cash mm-hmm. and your cookies, you will no longer be logged into any website you use on a regular basis and still not be able to get into lunchtimeinrome.com. It sounds but, like you've had a problem. Did that happen to you? Or are you um, just making it up? No, that's all hypothetical. Uh, it was very disconcerting. The point of the story is you will know what your top 10, uh, top three well, whatever emotional needs are, but also important to know what your needs aren't. What are your mm-hmm. lowest emotional needs? Right. Because that will help you if you are in a relationship with somebody who has a high need in something you have a low need in, you'll realize, oh, that's why we fight. Mm-hmm. So we have been taking a deep dive into each of these. Tonight, we're going over the emotional need of support. And so it will help you to understand your need if you have a high need uh-huh. of support, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but it will also help you to love and to care for. And if it's not necessarily a close person that you must love, it will help you navigate somebody else in your world Mm -hmm. that, gosh, they're so annoying. Well, maybe it's because they have a need that you don't have. And we always like to start off by looking at the Oxford definition of the need. And it very rarely matches up. But today it says. It says give assistance to, especially financially, enable to function or act. Wow. Our definition Coming alongside and gently helping with a problem or struggle, providing appropriate assistance. So they're different. I like ours better. <laughs> yeah. If, in case we're voting. If we're not, then forget it. I wonder why the dictionary went with especially financially. Yeah, that's. Well, you know how the Brits are. Well, and I think that kind of speaks to what we're talking about. What, what we've talked about as far as like people just don't know emotional needs. So, like, especially financially. Like, it's, it's just, there's no other, you know, um, because I'll agree with financially. I will agree. Like you do, you do give support my cause. Support. Uh-huh. support my cause. I support my children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I support my my family. My, yeah, my family. My finances. Or I brought in, somebody in, general, in like, and yeah. I'm support. You know, okay, but especially, especially, yeah, right? Like, that, I don't know why it just jumped out to me. Like, why did no, you I agree go with you. financial? Give assistance to mm-hmm. fair, right? Financially, mm. but coming it's alongside, able to function or act. Like as if you able to function or act in like Medi- able medical to. Enable to Right. That feels very like, unless I support you, you cannot. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how I read it. Yeah. I agree with you and I disagree with them. Yeah. Screw off. As it should be. <laughs> as if you can't do it. If, right, the, if right. the support isn't right. there. Right. When in reality you can, you could do just about anything. Those with the high need support would much rather have some help along the way. Mm-hmm. So why do we define, because what jumps out to me in ours is gently. Why do you say coming alongside gently and gently helping with a problem or struggle, providing appropriate assistance? Well, I'll, go ahead. Oh, I'll give you two reasons why. Number one, I think because when you do it gently, you're going to step on fewer other emotional needs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You just barge in and take over a project. Well, if that person also has a high need for respect, mm-hmm. oh, that's mm-hmm. going to be a problem. Somebody has a high need for security. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. somebody has a high need for acceptance. Wait, did I do this wrong? Yeah. So it's very respectful. The second reason why we wrote that down is because I copied and pasted it from the Center for Relational <laughs> Care. And that's uh, how what they, they define that. 
So that would be the second reason. Oh, yeah. It could also be if, let's say, you you're, have a high emotional need for support and you ask for it and it's given begrudgingly. It's like it almost doesn't even count. Oh, know? for yeah. sure. Yeah. Negates and, it, yeah. Right. And we'll definitely get to that later on. That Yeah, so it's gently and willingly. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think gently also implies a lack of arrogance or, or maybe a presence. Like of, a humility? Kind of. A, mm-hmm. a, like a... I'm not coming at you to support you because, oh, you need this. Uh, it's more thing. correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's a thoughtfulness that goes into it to say, mm-hmm. almost like you're asking permission, you know, can I help you? I, or I'd like to help you versus I'm going to help you mm-hmm. and being arrogant in your ability to do it better or something. Right. Well, that causes me to think because I, when I'm Some talking patient. with couples and say somebody has a need for affection and, and very often this comes with somebody like a child or like an adult child and a parent who still demands that their child hug them every time. Mm. And you you always say, if you have to ask for it, if you Mm. have to demand it, you know, but what I tell couples is, Hey, if they don't know how to meet this need, it's still better if you tell them, but guess what? It it, it impacts you more when you don't. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm sure people would still like the help, but it, it impacts them more and meets their needs more. If you do it in a loving and gently way. Makes a lot of sense. So, what causes the need? A really cracking the code support. this week. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I, this is, I'm telling you. Never heard these reasons, reasons before. Yes, these are. The, these what are, causes it? Yeah, uh, having it met constantly as a child. Yes. Flip side, not having it met as a child. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I read your? No, no. We're just your, was that your line? Here. No, um, no. And it's the same for all emotional needs. That's mm-hmm. why that's the running not so much joke but observation. Mm-hmm. Imagine a kid whose mother did everything for him. And then he gets a girlfriend. You think, you know, he's going to expect her to do that? Probably. On the other hand, I imagine. very surprised if she doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But conversely, imagine the young girl whose mom did everything for him. And then, you know, she gets married and the husband starts doing everything. She's like, no, you know, mm-hmm. now it's her time. It, it's There's no rhyme or reason, mm-hmm. but it's all about how you were raised is sort of what we're trying to get across with this in each and every emotional need. Yeah. Um, how is it like encouragement? It's very, very similar to encouragement. Um, it's helping someone with a problem or struggle. Um, how is it not like encouragement? It's actually helping them and not verbally believing in them. Mm. It's it, there. They are. I don't know. I don't know if they're the white sheep and the black sheep of the family. I don't know if they're I'm, there's no analogy coming to my mind because they're very similar. They are completely opposite. Yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't, you can't do, oh, it's like transitive property. We did this before. You can support somebody and encourage them, but you can encourage them and not support them. Right? Like I can, everybody's looking at the ceiling. Is the answer on the ceiling? <laughs> All three of you eyeballs went. You, I, can, I hear what you're saying. I'm trying to think of it in, in like a concrete term. I can encourage you with my – I can say, Jay, I believe I, in you. I believe in you. You can do it. And then I can – Not help me do it. Correct. Or conversely – sorry. Conversely, I can – If you if you come inside and help me do it, are you also encouraging me? I would like to think yes. Um, maybe would be my answer. Because if, if you come and help me and you say – no way you could have gotten this done without me. Oh. Good thing, yeah. Good thing I'm here to help you get done with this. That's not that's not encouraging me. Not at all. But it's supporting. It's demoralizing. Me. Right. It's supporting me. By the way, yeah. Lydia, Lydia Maley said online they're like yin and yang. So, oh, well then she agrees with me. Right. 
I was looking. She supported me in that. Point, Brian. Yes. Did she support me in that? No. Did you she feel su- supported? She supported my she point. She came alongside you and agreed. She bolstered it. Oh. The emotional need of bolstering. You've been That's bolstered. Actually. That's <laughs> 11. You've been bolstered. We missed, been that. Bolstered. We missed that one. Yahtzee. But simply for, for, to think of it this way is, encouragement is, I believe you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Support is, let me help you. So a couple, what, a couple of years ago, Chris had some trees fall in his backyard. It would have been encouragement if I, if I said, you know what? Chris, you can cut those freaking you trees back up. back that out in, in two days. But the support would be, hey, I'm coming to help you cut the trees. Dull your blade like 25 <laughs> times. I can bring a chainsaw that was donated to me. We went through we 30 chainsaws. Start. 30 chainsaws, I believe. We certainly did. But like that would be a clear example of I'm helping you cut your trees physically. Or I could tell you that, which would just be encouragement. But in the process, I can do both. While I'm there supporting you because I am helping you cut your trees, and you're probably you being encouraged by me doing it. And I'm going to ha- tell you you're using the chainsaw wrong. <laughs> um, here's how I would encourage you to use it better. And Chris walks away and pops a Sam Adams that's on his it's neck. Ex- Keep going, Brian. That's exactly what great. he did. And I said, me for. <laughs> <laughs> and then you squeeze the squeeze the And then I squeeze the Sherman. <laughs> I'm never getting invited Besides. Back. <laughs> besides. <laughs> Besides chainsaws, other ways we can meet it is just coming alongside somebody and completing any task or problem or struggle. Because, again, it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. just tasks. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be somebody who has got a relationship issue. That's ongoing. It's not acute. It's a... a, Well, I think it could be both. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's not just an acute moment in time where a tree fell, a chainsaw came, chainsaw got rid of the tree, all done. This is something that could be over an extended Mm -hmm. period of time, a struggle that's... For sure. I would agree. Well, wouldn't that be like counseling or therapy? That's that would be supporting you over the long term as you're going through something or want to solve a problem. Right, the therapist is supporting you in life. Right, they're joining you, helping you figure out the problem of life. We not enough therapy in the world. <laughs> it's also met uh, helping someone organize, strategize, plan out the comp- uh, or plan out the completion of a project or situation. Yeah, I think that's a very under understood <laughs> one might say often Stood. misunderstood Stood. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry facet of support in that you know somebody may not want you to do it for them or with them yeah but help organize in the process mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they can complete a task yeah they um, can't organize a task e- ethan's running into some great issues this nine weeks because he missed a, a decent amount of school over the past week and a half and he was feeling very overwhelmed and, um, you know, coming to the end of the, the period. And um, so last night, Lex, he had, he sat down with Lex and she just looked at, okay, here's all the things that you have to do, you know, all the tasks. And they she started to help him get them or, like out on paper and ordered. And it was like you could see the weight come off of him mm-hmm. by by being, you know, coming right. alongside him and Literally supporting him and, and, you know, being on the computer and writing out a list of things. So, yeah. That yeah. Would be so she's not doing his homework. No. But she's definitely supporting him and getting it done. Yeah. Here's the question I have. Didn't the nine weeks end last Friday? No, I believe they they said it ended on next Wednesday. Oh. So. So it was just a random Still some time left. All right. I don't know. Lunchtime in Penn Hills. We'll get out of it. <laughs> financially contributing to a project cause or person to complete a goal. I mean, a little head nod to Oxford there, but yeah, you have, uh, 
you want to you want to start a software for instance and you're looking for investors those people are going to invest in you and that will help you have the support that you need to complete that project well i mean i think about anytime somebody's selling something for you know, you wouldn't know anything about this, Amy. But no, like, this doesn't sound familiar at all. Different sports teams or clubs or activities—they're mm-hmm. selling hoagies. They're selling this. They're selling right. that. You're, you're not helping them on the team. You're not teaching them the goal, but mm-hmm. you're financially contributing. My move is always to say, "What's the profit margin on whatever the item is?" Because I don't want your cookies. I don't want your hoagie. I don't want you to have to deliver it to me. So I've it's two fifty. I'd like here's five dollars. Mm. Thank you. Right. Donate it to somebody. Here's, yeah. yeah, here's five. But I also have a hard fast rule that if you don't tell me what it's for, I don't like to support i get real aggravated when kids are like we're valley we're selling this i'm like four um my school four like you mean like when kids are coming around yeah. the neighborhood oh i was gonna say like your own kid you know well no but that's and you know, well but you're in marketing fundraising fundraising yeah. but i i like to that's I, true you fundraise literally fundraising so literally like, that's got to go double against your like you're like listen kid well because you're it's, never gonna make it so when you <laughs> when you're at the store and you're invited to round up or give a donation or buy one of those icons. To me, I, I test two things. Number one, does the person who's at the register know what the cause mm-hmm. is? Because then it tells me that either their management isn't helping their staff and they don't really care about the program or that the whoever the charity person is isn't educating them because that was my job with the Heart Association. I would go to stores and I would say, if you're inviting people to participate, here's why. So when someone asks you, where's the money going? You can say, stays local and it does A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. So when a kid knocks on my door and they're like, we're selling hoagies. I'm like, for what? Well, what's what's it going for? It'd be great he's like, to make money. Right, exactly. Because I want to buy a drum kit, lady. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I usually will say, can I make a donation? You know, to your point, I don't want your hoagie that 17 people touched and whatever. I just want to carry a donation. Those years ago. I'm talking. You're my prime market then. I'm coming for you. <laughs> 20 Cross years ago. School lines. 25 years ago. I'm in my own conversation. Okay. The Pendles cheerleaders at a game, no, not that long ago, maybe 16, came up to me and said, hey, do you want to donate to pediatric cancer? Now, this is probably 2000 to 2005, somewhere in there. Do I? And I said, pediatric cancer? Nah, they don't need my money. They're doing just fine on their own. And she goes, and she just looked at me and I went, do you mean to fight pediatric cancer? Yeah. Yeah, well. Jokes on me, huh? <laughs> we, uh, Semantics and at. We had yeah. another comment from Lydia that Duke will be reading. Yep. Uh, so. Oh, Lydia. Uh, Hi, Lydia. Can it also? Oh, uh, thank you, Eric. Can it also be taking something off of someone's plate rather than joining them in a task? Ooh. What do you think? I think that she said that with our situation in mind. Uh, she she very much uh, like considers it uh, an emotional need met if I can. Uh, do the laundry or if I can clean up the, the dishes, especially like when she's feeling ill or whatever else. Like that's, that's certainly um, like it, it definitely meets her emotional need for support. If I can completely take something off of her plate that she doesn't need, need to worry about. So instead of continuing to let her do the dishes or do the laundry and you come up beside her and go, Hey, let me fold those clothes with you. Mm. You're just actually taking the whole task and she's not having to spend that energy. Right. That's right. what she's Cause saying. she's got an array of things. She's already got to take care of, you know, Heck feeding, yeah, clothing, changing diapers and all that type of stuff. If I can take one thing yeah. off of her plate, that that's, that's also meets sense. Well, and I think inherent in her question is, you know, are you supporting me by just entirely doing it for me? You know, cause well, we I talk about joining. Right. But it's an awareness. Hmm. And I think you're joining in the, the common experience of this is our life right now. And this is where I could be 
helpful. This is where I could benefit from. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that to me is. Yeah. But by definition, I would say you're not like, say it's folding a laundry. Mm -hmm. You're not supporting her folding the laundry. Right. You're, you're supporting her in life by folding the laundry because she's no longer folding the laundry. But I mean, now we're in semantics. But yeah, you're supporting her in getting through pregnancy. Yeah. You're, you're recognizing her, her need for something. Is it support? Is it something? Is it just to not do something? Maybe that's the, the recognition is you need one less thing to do. Right. How is it not? I'm sorry. How is it not met? Oh, go. Sorry. Go ahead. You really you rock, paper, scissors. Go ahead. Go. Who does it? By encur- I thought you pointed. I'm sorry. Out of the corner of my eye. By encouraging them? Absolutely not. That does not meet that need. By definition. By demanding that it get done. Ew. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like how obnoxious. Get the laundry done. Like, whoa. No. Nope. Well, but think of it from a parent-child perspective, though. A child with a high need for support. You have chores to do. And they're dragging their feet. And they're dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Well, you, you demand it. Mm-hmm. Put a consequence on it. Do your homework. Do your homework. Get it done. I mean, yeah. I do. A, a, there's a good bit of let's. Like, let's go write your words. Let's go get in, your In your lawn- house. Yeah, let's yeah. go put your laundry away. Does that necessarily mean I'm, maybe it's I'm walking up the steps with Alyssa mm-hmm. into her room to help her get started mm-hmm. on the chore. And then, like, it's in and gently redirecting yeah. her just behavior yeah. towards completing the task. Get out of the beanbag. That is not putting away your laundry to focus on your task. Um, what else? By minimizing the problem or struggle. Yo. And what kind of poor emotional responding would that be? Poor. <laughs> <laughs> the bad kind. The don't the do it kind. The not support kind. <laughs> the dissupport. Uh, disrespect? Um, no, I always got respect. You didn't respect me. <laughs> he likes Aretha Franklin. No, it's it's a combination. It's mostly critical. Remember when? Oh yeah. Instead of joining stuff. somebody in their emotion, we can ignore it. Mm-hmm. We can give them facts, logic, and reason. We can be selfish and tell them our own story, um, or we can criticize it. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit of critical. Like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You can get uh, it done. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, well, I can't get it done, and now I'm a loser. That was Mr. Kamenjar and Trig in uh, junior year of high school. Not that you remember. It's not that hard. I'm like, well, now I feel even dumber that it's hard mm-hmm. for me. Like now I'm just going to put my pencil down and cry and not not even finish the test because – Bella had that last year with a teacher oh, who Bella. was snarky and everything else. And he would say, this is not that hard. You should know this. Oh. And here's the best part. You should teach it. He had taught it when she had him for the you know algebra two or whatever the two years before. And so he's like, you should know this. Well, you idiot didn't teach me well enough in the first place. And now you're demanding that I know it now. And I'm explaining to you, I don't know it. Let me tell you, very often she came home from school feeling alone. That's a sneaky, hurtful one. I mean, like when you re- when we really are breaking it down, that's a very sneaky, hurtful Especially one. Especially as a parent. Yeah. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. You can, and again, here, double play it. Take minimizing and add in encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. You can be done in 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm a great parent. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I think we, because as a parent, we maybe have lived through that circumstance. So we know now yeah. with hindsight being so great, 2020, no need for bifocals there. Uh, we know, uh, we know that uh, <laughs> too soon. Hey, you want to go axe throwing? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can have a Sam Adams or seven uh, at nine in the morning. But don't I squeeze the Sam Adams. Don't F, absolutely not. But it is interesting because we we can look back in hindsight and realize that it really isn't a big deal. But in the moment, mm-hmm. 
and and in the scope of their life when their life is this big and i'm not i'm not trivializing but let's be honest like when you're oh, you're 8 smaller. years old your life yeah. is this big so right. a problem that's this big is most of your life and sure. that's hard that's mm. really hard so yeah that's not fun I'm, i may or may not be living that right now who knows to be determined okay well and in my double play i'll make it a triple play that it's not that big of a deal you can do it in 10 minutes and if you don't you're grounded yeah <laughs> like wow. and the thing you're is making them feel like crap Mm-hmm. It's all. It's all three You're, of the first three ways yeah. to not join it to right. not complete the uh, right. Well, and there's a consequence that may or may not meet punishment doesn't fit the crime. Just out of pure frustration of like I've asked you three times, it, it, I should not have to ask you a fourth time. But why am I having to ask you a fourth time? Perhaps it's not your inability to listen, but my uh, inability to communicate effectively. And that scenario, you know, you're you're not just telling them that they're not. Like they're, you're making them feel bad, but now there's a penalty attached mm-hmm. to it, you know, like for their shortcomings, uh, they're not and, feeling and, bad enough. Right. right. And, and right. like somebody that struggles with guilt, you like, if you go to guilt, like how terrible. And again, that's why this podcast is so important because there are so many parents who aren't even trying. Like, right. I know so many teachers who call home and parents to say your kid hasn't turned in anything and the parents don't even call back. So now you've got a parent who's at least trying to parent. Mm-hmm. And yet they're missing it at every level, mm-hmm. including begrudgingly is sitting. Okay, fine. Do you know how long I had to work all day? But you want me to help you do like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. while not believing in them too. Like you're, you're like, all right, I'll freaking do this with you because like, and, and implying, well, either you're, not doing it you're just inconveniencing me or I know that you're not going to be able to do it or do it the way that I want it to be done. So yeah, let me support. That's not support. No. Nope. Two plus three what, is what five, is and so is four plus one. Yeah. They, they're the same, but they're different. Oh. By completely taking over the problem or struggle, leaves them feeling inadequate, not believed in, worthy of helping. So yeah. you brought it up yourself. So we want to look at what does it, what does it look like in different situations and, and support. So like with a spouse, it's assisting in a relationship. In friends, family, problems, stuff like that. So it's not always just like parental or whatever mm-hmm. else. But, you know, your spouse is having a problem at work. Your spouse is having a problem with their parent or their whatever. Chris is not here tonight because he's doing this exact thing. In fact, he is. He, he is. is supporting his wife and helping her with her father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also look like making life decisions with your spouse. And these are all so tricky. Because these are all avenues where we can go way off the rails way fast. Mm-hmm. And again, this you're presupposing, or we are presupposing, that there is the need for support. Because mm-hmm. very often, you know, if we're going to be sexually stereotypical, the man is going to be like, all right, here's what you need to do. Well, if your wife does not have a high need for support, mm-hmm. you should shut your mouth. <laughs> Landmines aplenty. Uh, well, yeah. even even if you go that direction, she's not necessarily looking for that type of support. You know, the type of the support could be just like, I, I just want a sounding board. I just mm-hmm. want you to listen to me. I, 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 I simply want you to, like, validate my feelings and then we can move forward with that for a second. Well, and, that, and that's such an important point because it is con- it is contingent upon the person who needs the support. To define what support looks like. Mm-hmm. Yes. And did we discuss whether or not it's okay to ask that question? So to your we point did about not, but we should. When you mentioned earlier about, you know, if I have to demand a hug, then it, 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 does it matter or whatever? And so if I, 
but I need to articulate. You know what would make me feel really good is if you gave me a hug and a kiss every time you left the house. Like that would make mm-hmm. me feel good. So I'm going to tell you that because I don't expect you to be a mind reader. So in this instance, if you're coming to me and you're venting or just you start talking, can I, can I pause and say, you know, let's, I want, I want to hear you and I want to understand what support might look like, how I can, how I can best help if you are looking for that. I think it's, it's brilliant to do that. I wouldn't stop and do that. I would lead with that. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, if they uh, just come at you and start talking, like I picked up right. the phone today, my friend called me, bless her soul. And she called me and I was like, Hey, she's like, Oh my gosh. And just went. And I was like, well, I'm just going to sit and listen. And then I finally said, like, I, I, I hear you and I could tell you stories that would, you would marvel at the parallels, but now is not the time for that. But please know that I understand you. Like I, I can understand you more than you think in this moment, but just I'm here and I'm listening and whatever. But I didn't have the chance to say it in the beginning because she just kind of no, 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 no. For her, the person who needs the support to say in the beginning. Oh uh, well, yeah. It's good to say. Here's what I need help with. Mm-hmm. Agree. I, don't I got need you, you I got to, you. To, to pick. You know which I you. job I should take. I want you to join me in being overwhelmed for the moment at this big decision I have oh, to make. College. Yeah. That would be so nice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be nice if that would start a conversation like that. Yeah, That'd but if cool. not, on the other side. So you're, you're the wife, the husband says, um, I need support in making this big life decision about where to go on my disc golf trip this summer. (laughs) And so the wife goes, well, are you going to do Airbnb? Are you going to go here? Are you going to go, what city are you going to go to? Why don't you make a list of, and then, you know, it's okay for the person who needs the support to say, okay, let me stop you right there. I just need you to sit down with me while I do this. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's okay to Mm -hmm. lead with telling you what you need, but it's also okay to redirect. Or she could say to me, well, what kind of help do you want? Mm -hmm. Rather than just boom. And any of those is much more preferable than not saying something at all. And just just having it, you know, like it becomes the sitcom where it's like you watch them. It's like just freaking talk to each other. And then we wouldn't even have a show, you know? So, yeah, I think it, it needs to be articulated in one way or another. And that's. You know, if you're especially with a spouse, that should be a safe thing for you to be able to do. Another way to meet a spouse's need of support is through chores, tasks, and projects. Kind of like what you were just talking about. Laundry. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, What does this look like with children? (laughs) We kind of talked about these. Sure did. Chores, homework, life decisions, friends, friend situation. That's the toughest. Yeah. Because, boy, do you want to fix those? Sure. Oh, and boy, does it hurt when you can't. Oh, there is. Oh, there is a. There are fewer hurts that. I think hurt more than that as a parent. When Are you watching your child go through something with a friend that you, you, that you oh, can't they fix get, or influence? Oh, cast out when they get made fun of, when they get excluded. Ugh. I will say this. Um, Bella's 18th birthday party was last Saturday. And there was at least a couple people there that made her unbelievably miserable when she was in eighth grade. Mm. And there has been complete restoration mm. in, wow. in that process. So it's nice to see. There were others that we made birthdays. We make birthday signs. Brian knows this. In our house, it's a tradition back to my grandfather. And there was a couple where I said, like, so-and-so is the worst. Happy birthday. (laughs) It was one of the people that made our life miserable. But not one of the ones where there's been full. We took the sign down when everybody else came. That's pretty great. But, yeah, it's the worst when they're hurting and you can't do a dadgum thing about it. Mm -hmm. And you want to fix it. And you want to give them all the facts, logic, and reason and everything else. Nope. Mm -hmm. You just, Yeah. My worst nightmare is like my my kid comes home and he's like telling me that he's been bullied. You know, like how do you how do you 
how would how would you like if 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 some if your kid comes home and he's and he tells you that like how would you handle that how would or how did sure both i mean bella was because of the so-and-so that's the worst Mm -hmm. in eighth grade that so-and-so told another girl that bella had said something racial about her and so the girl came up and attacked bella Mm -hmm. in the hallway Mm -hmm. i mean fortunately not punching and everything else but like knocked her down everything else so we we went in and we spoke with the principal and the guidance counselor and then, you know, um, it, it worked its out worked its way out then. But you know, we sort of talked about with with that if it would t- were to ever happen again, you know, number one, you you walk away. Number two, you defend yourself, you know, to the extreme. And I certainly taught her how to do that. And then you know, you pray and you you build them up. Mm-hmm. As yeah, much as you can. Right. And, and and it'll come out at different times too. I mean, Ethan had a lot of trouble in fifth grade. And so we, we went into into talk to the teachers and then we went in to talk to the the principal, you know, kind of went up the hierarchy and um and and worked with him on his level too. So we as parents kind of went to the 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 authorities, you know, to be able to see what we could do, and then we worked with him. And we're still working with him because he'll still occasionally bring that up because it hurts so bad. Mm. Um, what does it look like with friends? Projects? Ah, cutting trees. Fundraisers, employment type, volunteer things. Tasks? Moving household rides to the airport. Help. I, I heard somebody say the other day, you know, a friend will pick you up at the airport or help you move. A good friend will tell you no. To like, preserve no, the friendship. Right. We're just like, no, I'm not. I can't be this. bought with pizza and beer. I'm not helping you move. <laughs> but, but they said, because like a bad friend will tell you yes, but then be like, oh, I, I can't make it. I can't. You know, the good oh. friend just says, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, it's all right. You're an adult now. You need to go buy, pay a company to do that for you. Um, helping them work through relationship situations. Yeah. Yep. All kind of the same. Yep. It, it, this kind of reminds me of when uh what is the expression about when you kind of parrot behavior so if you feel that you're if you feel that you need a high level of support do you find yourself extending support to others kind of like hoping it's going to boomerang its way back because i well, find myself doing that mm-hmm. i find myself if i'm going through a tough time i i will find myself reaching out to people to say like hey i hope you have a really great day hey here's a funny quote i read or here's a motivational poster i saw and thought of you or, or you give what you desire correct you almost are working on stealing it mm, not stealing it so much as it, it's i and i drop I, drop it if you expect it to have it happen to you you should have it you should you should give it to others you should or you tend to i mm, i mean i don't know if it's a should i def i have noticed I'm, that recently that i tend to Give what you desire. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Think about like people that have a high need for affection. We, I mean, that's the easiest one all the time. We talk about that. You know, the ones hugging everybody all over the place. You know, the person. Yeah. So I would agree wholeheartedly yeah. that that's what happens. And the encouraging people that need encouragement, they're going to encourage. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Encouragers going to encourage. <laughs> Boy, that's that is that's a kitchen plaque you need to make. I'm going to. I'll cross stitch it in between midnight and three when I don't sleep. It's cool. So then, uh, what happens when it's not met? Tasks get started but not completed. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they just get idealized. Right. Problems don't get solved. Procrastination is prevalent and common. 
And it's one of those things. And, and Amy, we probably could have gone further in our last segment because we could talk about like coworkers or people in a professional environment that have a high need for support. Because, you know, mine isn't corporate. Yours is corporate, but it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, yours, you're kind of a lone wolf. Yes? No? Yes and no. Depends right. on the situation. But, yeah. but, you know, when you see somebody who is procrastinating and doesn't get things done on time and everything else, and you're like, well, why? Well, because they probably, they may have a high need for support. Mm-hmm. They also might have a lot of other problems. Lack of confidence and self-worth ensues. You know, imagine going through life, not being able to complete tasks, not being able to do it on your own, always, and not understanding that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're just like, oh, okay, hey, I need a little somebody to come alongside me. All right. Right. But instead, it's terrible. And being able to, I'm a, um, myself and one other girl at the office are, we, verbal processors like we need to talk things through and i do the same thing with mark he's if he's listening he's laughing because when it comes to making the schedule for soccer i'll say i I need i need to do this out loud so i said you can sit with me or if that's going to annoy you you can leave but like i need i'm going to do this out loud i'm like okay we're playing 12 o'clock at this address, this is the team. So you're wearing na- black. you'll like, narrate yourself. Yes. because And then I like reread it. I'm like, I ch- 12 o'clock. Okay. Hit send because mm-hmm. I know it's going to get blasted out to the team. And it's, you you know, the biggest, the biggest moment you notice your mistake is as soon as you hit the send button, you're mm-hmm. like, no, not 12 a.m., 12 p.m. And, and then you get so, 10 texts and 10 exactly. emails. You know, you know that, it's p.m. You know, you schedule that game for midnight. I did. Be there. Shut up. <laughs> I'm running out of nice, but I, I'm a verbal, I'm a verbal processor. And, and I will say that I will walk out of my office into the suite and I'll say, okay, ladies, I just need to talk this through. So I'm not like telling anyone in particular, mm-hmm. but I just need to say it so that someone else hears it. Mm-hmm. And, and then if you hear something like that's goofy, poke a hole in it. And, and the one girl will turn to me every time she's like, Oh my God, I do that too. And I'm like, good. Thank you. Like at least I'm not a complete nut job. Just partial. Um, how do we steal it when it's not met? Refusing to complete tasks. Mm. Wait, how do we steal it when it's not met? So you have the emotional need of support. Uh huh. Nobody's helping you. Yeah. So you want to make sure. Oh, you take your ball and go home. Right. You well, I'm just not going to do the task. And so yeah. the next time, maybe somebody's going to help me. Mm. Right. Don't overperform and allow others to underperform. All right. I need you to flush that out. Don't overperform. Don't do that. Yeah, you're so if you dumbest example ever, when I worked at Old Navy, there was a woman that was my manager, not my future sister in law, funny story. But there was a woman who was my manager who would give me a task and she'd be like, you know, go fold that table of sweaters. Mm -hmm. Okay, and she should fold one. And then she'd fold another one. I'm like, why are you? You were just folding. Go ahead. Keep folding. And she'd be like, do you see how to do it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. And then I'd fold one. She's like, no, 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 no. Here, you need to do it like this. And before you knew it, she had like 15 of the 25 sweaters folded. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? So she, she overperformed because I was not capable of performing. So I, she continued to let me underperform and not fold the sweaters properly. Instead of teaching me how to do it, she just kept doing it. That is a good life lesson. But I don't know that that's stealing the need for support. If There's you, definitely would you there. say that you have a high need for support? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? I do, but I I find myself doing that where I will I'll just do it. That's where I feel like I'm stealing the I'm just going to finish the I'm just going to do it and then the person who needs support and needs me to help them do it is like, "Well, why bother cuz she's just going to do it." And you feel that is stealing it because you're not giving them the Never mind. No. Who, who, no. Is, who is the support being stolen from the the your the person that you were talking about or you in that situation like they need support 
And so if you just said to them, so you're not giving them support, you're doing it for them instead. So right. then what would they do? Is they would I'm just th- not do the task because I've already done it. So, so the next time, well, the we, next time we, something we, is assigned to them, they're going to have, how is it, it not met by completely taking over the problem or struggle right. leaves them feeling inadequate or n- so I don't know if that's, we already, Oh, I failed <laughs> strike two on the phone. No, 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 no. There's stuff. Def- I think I understand what you're saying. No, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not, it doesn't necessarily apply in this case would be my point because if somebody's need is not being met. Well, I'm it's right here. It's right here. Here, here, here. <laughs> right. Refusing to complete the task. They're trying to draw attention to the fact that nobody's helping them. I got, okay. I see it. Okay. I gotcha. So instead it's like, no, I'm not going to fold the sweaters because no one's going to help me figure it out. Yeah. She overhelped. If, yeah. if nobody's helping, whatever else, then they're just not going to do their task. And again, think of a child, clean your room. Nope. Not going to clean the room. Take the garbage out. Doesn't take the garbage out. Um, refusal to assist in other tasks. So mm-hmm. you ask, you wouldn't help me here. I'm not doing that. Again, that's more the taking the ball and go home. Mm-hmm. It's both taking. It's like the balls. keeping score too. Very much so. It, tag, it's yeah. yeah, yeah, begging, nagging, <laughs> nagging, crying for help. Um, yeah, that that one hits. How so? Um, the constant asking it hits in respect because, like, you've asked me once. Are you're you're saying that I don't have the um, capability within myself to proactively do this on my own power. So you're asking me again and you're asking me again. So first of all, I, sh- I should probably do it if you're asking me to do something. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you, no, I'm not going to do that. But it's, it's with, when, when somebody asks over and over and over, like it gets under my skin more mm. than anything. But you're flipping it again. How am I flipping that? Because so t- say you told Ethan, mm-hmm. clean your room. Mm-hmm. It's not you telling him to clean his room multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's him saying, would you help me clean the room? And you're like, no, it's yours to do by yourself. Please help me clean the room. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the person the person who is not getting support is going to beg, is going to plead, oh, is going oh. to nag. Oh, okay. Not I'm, the person. I'm, you're taking it from, yeah. from, a, the, from somebody else nagging you to get something done. Yes, that's what I'm taking it as. Sorry. But that, mm-hmm. but that exposes and no, nay, highlights how high... Your need for respect is, and mm-hmm. how we were talking before the podcast, how people with a high need for respect, bing, 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 for those of you listening, Duke, Brian, Jay, do not have a high need for support. And we were theorizing how often that is the case. Now, do you have a high need for support? No. Oh, you do? Uh, Wait, support or respect? I'm asking her about support. We don't have I a high so. need. We have a I was high just need trying for to find my, I was trying to find my need for profile. No, I think right. I do. And Eric kind of has the inverse. Correct. Yeah. It's like we support or reassurance. I don't think reassurance is actually a need, but like it's, it's, it's that well, security. Reassurance, yeah. It's, well, yeah. feeling of an ad. Oh, security. Ooh, and acceptance. That's you have a high whole, need for acceptance. That's a whole podcast in itself. The security of why. I, yeah. Yeah. So my point is you read into it. Hey, I took, you know, right. The, the opposite direction. That's interesting though. Yeah. Lashing out and pointing out others faults and deficiencies. Right. So if somebody is not getting the support, they're feeling inadequate mm-hmm. and they're feeling like a failure. So then what are they going to do? Let me make it about so-and-so. you. So-and-so. So-and-so. Yep. You're a terrible parent, Brian, because you didn't help me with my homework. Mm-hmm. Not that and, your parent, your kids would have the guts yeah. to say that. <laughs> yeah. Or or a, an employee. <laughs> yeah. Or the, well, so-and-so wouldn't make me do this or so-and-so would let me. The last boss didn't make me do this. Mm-hmm. So I think it's social media when I read this one. Lashing out and pointing out 
of others' faults and deficiencies. And you see that. You see a lot of those reactions. Yeah, but but why would that be support? No, people lash out for many reasons. In this case, case, having been hurt by not having their emotional need of support met, Uh they will point out how how inadequate other part. Because they have been left feeling inadequate. I mean, in, in all cases, it could be you bought of a nice brand new car and I saw it on social media. So I lash out saying how wasteful that is because I feel inadequate that I can't buy a really nice car. Mm-hmm. So because it's, no it's one out supported your, me to help me get there. Well, yeah, I'm leaving support out of yeah, it. Yeah. The, just the inadequacy makes me lash out. So in that way, that person's trying to get them to the person that they're lashing out at to join them in their hurt. I feel deficient. I feel inadequate. So I'm going to cut you down mm. and bring you down. Hope. And I hope you feel the same way that I feel now so that you can join me. That's right. kind of crazy. Well, it's, it's vindictive. Yeah. You could probably apply that to all the other different types of uh, emotional needs as well. Sure. Like you, you, you don't belong to any sort of, let's say you're in high school, you don't belong to any like clicks or groups. And maybe you like make fun of these groups because you know, you maybe you secretly want to be a part of that group, but it's like, well, I can't because they won't let me in. Right. They're, they must be losers. Then that's how I justify it. And then wait, Amy should read the next one. Amy should withdrawal from a relationship. Oh no. no overly right. helping others complete tasks. Yeah. Sorry. It's like, why am I withdrawing from a relationship? What is that? Why do you associate it's, that with me? Mark, we're fine. Um, <laughs> overly helping others. <laughs> overly helping others complete tasks. Overly helping others yeah, complete tasks. I do that sometimes. But do think, you? Well, sometimes. To, well, when well, kids are real little, it means it means like I'm going to tie your shoes. I'm going to zip up your coat because we got to go. We got to get out of the house. We got to go, 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 go. As opposed to like you can do it. And my mom and I will sometimes butt heads, not as much anymore. The girls are a little older. But when when the girls were little, and even pre-Alyssa, so Abby was four or five and under, I would, you know, Abby would get her shoes and she'd be struggling to tie them. And my mom would say, here, I'll help you. And I'm like, let her do it. Like, that's helping her. Helping her is just letting her figure it out. And if it takes her 20 minutes to tie her shoes, we have 19 minutes to get out of the house. So that's going to be a problem. But let her tie her shoes. So, Mm -hmm. but I do sometimes overly help others complete tasks. And I think it's somewhat of an impatience. Mm -hmm. Well, but it's also giving what you desire. Like you talked about earlier. It's also control. I'm not, um, I'll admit it. It's that goes to security. I know. I know it's a little bit of control and yeah. One thing that Lydia said, um, on the chat, uh, you want support in a certain way. I don't know if she was, this might've been a while ago. I don't know if this was the last point when it's not met or how it's stolen, but you want support in a certain task, but you like the task done in a certain way. If it's not done in a certain way, I get frustrated and jump in happens to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. I think probably the sweater (laughs) story, but that's also, I think that goes to expectations and that goes back to the conversation about when you are starting to talk to somebody and say, can I, can I share this with you? Cause I, I need somebody who doesn't know the situation to hear me talk it through. And then, you know, to just be quiet and listen. So I think it goes back to setting expectations to say, you know, I, I really need your help painting my, you know, the nursery. And, and then Jay comes over with bright orange paint and he's like, I'm ready to go. And you're like, but actually I want it this color. And so if you set expectations in the beginning and say, I'd really love for you to do the laundry. Right. Can you please make sure you separate the whites and the darks? And can you please do the towels by themselves or whatever? So it, it's providing direction so that the need is met for that individual. Otherwise, to, it's begrud- maybe be given begrudgingly. Well, or, well, once again, if you're helping somebody on your terms in your way, yeah, you're well, not was, supporting that, that was the them. Wherever it is. You right. know what I mean? So I almost right. hear a tinge of guilt in Lydia's statement. Where, you know, you want to, you want this, you have to get this task done, but you want to do it your way. Well, if it's your task, you have that right. 
And you can you can limit the support that you get because that person also has the right to say, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to do that. Right. <laughs> you know, but for them to come in and just do it their own way, that's not support. Right. That's their that's- own respect. That's their own security, their own you know, appreciation or whatever else they're trying to get from doing the job for you. And it's an interesting dynamic to observe if that happens. So if I came and painted your nursery bright orange and you didn't want it that way. Their nursery would, is bright orange, so you're really offending him. No, no I didn't say it was bad. I just said you didn't want it that maybe you Maybe you want only one nursery to be bright orange. I don't know. But if you don't want it that way, the, I think it's interesting to watch the dynamic of can you articulate that after the fact? Or do you just smile and go, oh, thank you so much. It looks amazing. We're going to paint it over as soon as she walks out of here. Or can you say, wow, I'm like, I'm so glad you helped. I'm super bummed that it's orange because now I, I really did want it to be blue and we have to repaint it. Which know. is why being open, honest, and vulnerable is one of the four key components to any successful relationship. What? <laughs> um, Crazy. Withdrawal from a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you don't get support and so you just withdraw. Right. Check out. Yep. Guilty. Which is definitely not Amy and Mark. We're fine. See, <laughs> I love you, Mark. Egg roll in a bowl. How so delicious. We... He's sending me the recipe as we're talking. He's like brown sugar, green onions. He's literally texting me. Yeah. This one's pretty deep dive. Um, you want to take this one, Duke? Sure. How can we meet one's needs for support? Uh, the paper says help them, duh. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, join them on their terms. And I would say ask questions. Mm-hmm. And... And, and support them. I mean, that's just, it, it's not, some things aren't hard. And as we always do with these um, needs, we're going to end with when we do not receive uh, support, how are we hurt? Yeah, because hurts go four places. They either go to uh, fear, guilt, self-condemnation, or anger. And so how's that manifested when we don't get support for fear? You just have a growing anxiety that the things won't, you know, that the project won't get done, Mm -hmm. that things won't get done, Mm -hmm. that nothing will get, you know, you, you begin to, uh, project it onto other things Mm -hmm. and spiral like it, the laundry is not going to get folded. And that means we're not going to have any clothes. And that means we're going to go to church and smelly clothes. That means people are going to make fun of us. And then we're not going to have gonna any take friends. our kids. And yeah. then we're going to go to jail. And that's all because of that damn brain orange nursery. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guilt. Feeling like you haven't done enough for others. Yeah. So I didn't get my need for, for support because ah, I'm a terrible friend. I've never helped anybody else. I, I don't communicate clearly. I'm too prideful. I don't ask. Mm-hmm. It's all my fault. It's all my fault when nobody wants to help me. Self-condemnation, believing that either one that either one or one's tasks are not worthy of help. <laughs> oh, Man, oneself? Is that meaning? So, like, like, yeah, oneself. Yeah, yeah. Self-con- one's task. Self-condemnation yeah. always makes me so sad when I see these things. You, you look like you, you're just baffled by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just makes me sad. Like yeah. that you're not that you don't believe that you or what you intend or want is worthy enough of for others to help you. Um, yeah, uh, that's, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's well, that's not even that's fine. It's, <sighs> it's fine. I'm just not, it doesn't matter. I'll just yeah. do it myself. Yeah. Or you, I won't yeah. do it. Right. And it just won't get done. Well, uh-huh. I mean, it's just because it's not where your hurts go. It just, to me, it makes sense. perfect sense. Eric's crying over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally Eric. It. <laughs> Bring it on in for a hug. <laughs> Unless you're not a hug person. Uh, last one is anger, uh, lashing out. At the lack of help, refusal to engage or help others. Get that martyr kind of thing going on. So when we do not receive support and you get angry about that, you lash out at the lack of help or refuse to engage or help others. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think of various moms I know that, you know, they won't ask for help in the kitchen after dinner, you know, but then all of a sudden the dishes get done real loud and mm. the cabinets are getting slammed. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Yeah. And there's a really heavy sigh in the kitchen. Yeah. And then like, you know, your friend goes into the kitchen and says, mom, can we get dessert? And then you just hear like the explosion and you're just like, I wouldn't have done that kid. I don't even know what emotional needs are yet, but that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not saw, wise. I, but think, oh, also with like spouses and stuff like that, like, you know, the one spouse hasn't. Uh, supported the other spouse in their task, and then that spouse says, "Hey, can you help me?" <laughs> so, so for me, this There's is scorekeeping. Again. This is where it kind of goes into both um, support and respect. Um, it's it's keeping the house somewhat clean. Like I try to keep the house as clean and, and orderly as I can, but that's a struggle for at times for others, and so. You're not naming names. <laughs> it could be <laughs> but anybody, if I were. anybody in the world. Um, I mean, I, I don't lash out, but like I do feel that that anger rise, and and so that does speak to the need for me to need a bit of support in this little area. You know what I mean? Because yes. it's for support and respect. Support and respect. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Like I'm not high on support, but I think we can be very. We can need support in, in specific things, even if you're not high on it. And for me, that's one of those areas where, like, yeah, come on, like, like you say, Jay. Um, let me introduce you to somebody else. You know, you because, left this for somebody else to clean up. Let me introduce you, somebody else. Because, like, I'll I'll see like hot pocket wrappers on the kitchen counter, and it's like the 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 gr- the garbage is right there. Oh, how, how did you not put that in the garbage? You know what I mean? But see, this this is a great example of what we talked about earlier. This isn't support at all. You don't think? No, it's entirely. Rec- you don't need help putting. Well, that- I mean, times I walk around the house, I'm like, it's so. There's so many things that. Yeah, that- but could you do it? Uh, if I if I took enough time out to do it, right. and like, but when- it's more respect. It's hey, oh, I it's definitely you to do- more respect. Right. That's for what I'm sure. saying. Hundred percent. Because you more could respect. definitely do that task. Oh, I definitely could. And right. probably and better than somewhat- anybody else in the house. And somewhat- Damn it. <laughs> Somewhat mindlessly, too. Like, you don't realize that you've just cleaned up the whole kitchen right. and everybody else's mess, not your own. You, I mean, you... Oh, no, I know it. <laughs> but in some cases, if you... Brian just said he likes to keep the house orderly. So, for I do the same thing. I like to keep things somewhat neat and orderly, but sometimes I'll just do it because mm-hmm. I want to get it done and not really think about the fact that I'm annoyed that I'm having mm-hmm. to be the one to do mm-hmm. it. But I used to stare at the dishes and be like, are these magical dishes? I don't think so. Hold on <laughs> to that. Cause I'm going to come right back to it. But the one thing that you just said, um, Oh, I'm losing it. I'll find it. Oh, have you done like with the hot pocket wrapper and stuff like that? When you know exactly whose it is, mm-hmm. have you done the, put it in their bed? I've done that. Yeah, that's my. I just did that the other day with Bella. And here's the sad part: I don't think she's found it. <laughs> I put it on her pillow, on like the backside of her pillowcase and whatever. But I did that once with Joe: pop can, chips, whatever else. Put them all in his pillowcase. New skill unlocked. I like it. It's so great. That's great parenting. Follow me for more parenting hacks. I wish we would have. I would have clipped it and we would have shown it. But I saw an Instagram reel where, and it was so perfect for tonight's podcast. A wife is just overwhelmed and that she's not going to be able to get every, anything done. And the husband sits down and he goes, honey, it's okay. It's okay. And he goes, come here. I want to show you something. And he takes her into the laundry and he goes, do you see this basket? It's a magic basket. He goes, I put my clothes in it. 
all the time. Because then the next thing you know, it's on the bed. And it's folded. And he goes in the kitchen. How many years did she get for murder? I don't know. But it was, and, he's like, and he's like, in this table, I leave my plate there every night. And when I come down in the morning, it's, it's gone. gone. <laughs> uh, that's it for episode 195. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. Well, there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. Adios. Bye. He's licking mushrooms. <laughs> now we're tied. Hey, Duke, we have something in common. Right. Oh, I'm getting old. Bears that go to the bathroom and never have pants on. Me four. We're, we're selling this. Like, at least I'm not a complete nut job.